Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you on a Honky Tonk Political Coffee Clatch Tuesday. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving week, and we're in a good mood, and I hope you are, too, because it's a week to, to truly... Celebrate Thanksgiving. Thanks that we have to live in this greatest nation on the face of the earth. Even though we face many challenges, that's okay. We have before and we will overcome them. We're going to talk about some of those challenges tonight at the Political Coffee Clash at the Honky Talk Bar and Grill starting at 6 o'clock. We're going to talk about the federal lawsuit. Mark Thielman is that he and myself and Senator Linthicum, who will join us, the bottom of this hour for his weekly Tuesday chat. We're all a part of that, as is Janice Dysinger. She's also going to be there tonight to talk about how this whole contract, this whole business of, of infringing on our First Amendment right unconstitutionally with this ministry of truth it's really a smokescreen it's a decoy and the danger uh, it is a failing software system that the secretary of state's office has um, is trying to cover up for but it's deeper and it's worse than that how about if I told you that another software company that the Secretary of State has made a contract with would allow the software company the Secretary of State or county clerks or their staff to override election results huh yeah override election results. How's that happen? How would you do that? Well, we're going to talk about it tonight. Also, State Representative Ed Deal is going to be there to talk about his part of fighting the Ministry of Truth as the, the legislative effort, as legislators get engaged in this issue, but also the dangers of ranked choice voting. He's just come back from a uh, conservative uh, it's called the it's ALEC, the American Legislative Exchange Council. I've been to some of the meetings when I served in the House of Representatives. They, uh, they have a, a get-together twice a year for legislators specifically who are members of ALEC, the more conservative people. He just came back from an event there and will have a PowerPoint for us about the dangers of ranked choice voting and how incredibly complex it is, and get this, how it takes control out of the hands of your local county clerk and gives basically total control to your leftist secretary of state. 
A lot to talk about about that. So you want to join us tonight at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. It's on McGillcrest, just next to the Salem Airport. And it starts at 6 o'clock, folks. So yeah, we got a full house tonight. So come and, uh, and join us. All right. We've got a new term. Have you heard the term Trantifa? You can imagine what this is. Take a, an Antifa activist who becomes a tranny. Trantifa. There's a story out there, American News. Andy No reports that a Florida Trantifa activist allegedly murdered a man and set his home on fire, stole his car, got arrested at a traffic stop, and now leftist activists other Antifa people all across the country are raising money for him to get him released and for legal aid. This guy goes by the trendy name of Dandelion. He's a 23-year-old Minnesota native. He looks anything... I mean, if that's a tranny, that's one ugly tranny. I mean, got a beard and a mustache, and he's a tranny? <laughs> yeah, these people are pretty sick. Open AI, there's a story in Breitbart, and this is something that we're going to have to start paying greater attention to. You know, I, I alluded to it the other day about my... Um, my event I went to for ag, agriculture, that was about um, the AI and how it can be so impactful and helpful in farming and everything else, and that it's going to 100% change our world. Yeah. Controlagarchs is the headline of this story in Breitbart today. How OpenEye's ex-CEO, Sam Altman, who got fired by his company, the next day hired at Microsoft. How Sam Altman, Microsoft, and more are weaponizing AI to dominate your life. Now, at what point do we develop the abilities to say no, to say no to AI, or will it be possible at all? Biden craters in the latest NBC poll, thanks to Jew-hating young Democrats. Interesting. It's another Breitbart story by John Nolte. The Democrat Party dances with the anti-Semitic devil, he writes, and now his fraudulency, Joe Biden, is paying a price with backfiring poll numbers. And at the same time, Trump's poll numbers are going up. And you know where they're going up, folks? They're going up amongst Young black men. What? 
Yeah. Now, if you don't think that doesn't have people scared to death on the Democrat side, then you're not paying attention. We're going to get into the Army Corps of Engineers meeting. If you were there last night, the one in Sweet Home, which was more than packed, folks, there was a profound statement made by the uh, the head of the Lynn County Commission, the commissioners. And I'm going to share it with you in a moment. And we'll see if it has any, uh, any, any opportunity to do anything. Uh, got an email. <laughs> Nancy writes, uh, about that dandelion, just like a rotten weed, he needs to be plucked and thrown into the garbage. That is way too pithy for this time in the morning, Nancy. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220 emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. We will be broadcasting live on Thanksgiving morning. So, if, you know, if you don't have to go to work, tune us in anyway. You can go to KSLM.news and you can listen like right now online. When this show is on, you can also find our podcast there. If you just look under local podcast, click on that at the top. Click on political coffee and then find whatever show you want. And you can go back and look at later or previous shows that are quite a bit back. Salem Gun Violence Report paints a grim trend for crime. This was a meeting that was held uh, last night. Uh, and it is a, uh, the reason is why? Is it gang related? Why do we have, and, and this was a city of Salem and Marion County commissioners meeting. Now, it's a good thing they didn't try to cast this as, well, it's because the voters voted down the tax increase. But believe me, they'll find a way to try to tie it all together. Because they're Marxists, at least those that run. Well, the story we talked about yesterday has made nationwide news and Oregon news. This is the Democrat Oregon congressional candidate outed as the Manhattan dominatrix. You know, the sexual bondage person. And I asked that question yesterday. What's going on with the Democrat Party? Why do they have so many people like this in their party that run for office? Jim's got an email about druggies. Now we get to the heart of the matter. It's drugs. The QAT plant sounds like something the Democrats could get our children addicted to. They probably are trying to grow it here. This is another um, Breitbart article. And the headline is, Yemen, a poor and drug-addicted country, finds time to attack Israel. And it's about this plant they grow there. It's cot or quat, however you, you spell it or say it. Um. It's a, 
and it makes the country essentially unproductive. Now, the New York Times noted this in 1999. That's been a few years, folks. What's interesting about this, and thanks, Jim, for this article, is even though they're drug addicted, as a culture and a society, hmm, does that ring bells? It ought to. Oh, you know, like, I don't know, legalizing marijuana and, you know, small amounts of heroin and methamphetamine. How well does that work out for us? Anyway, more than cigarettes, more than illicit whiskey found in many middle-class households, more than mouth-watering kebabs and roasted Red Sea fish that are favored in the bazaars, what holds the devout Muslim nation of 16 million people in thrall is the mildly narcotic effect that comes from chewing the tender green leaves known as got or cut. 80% of Yemenis, folks, this is a story from the New York Times in 1999. 80% of Yemeni men and about 60% of women and increasing numbers of kids under 10 settle down in most afternoons to a habit of plucking the choicest leaves off a bundle of got branches and then chewing them relentlessly into the evening. Hmm. At least tobacco. Tobacco chew didn't make you glassy-eyed, numb, totally high and unproductive people, sort of like marijuana does. Yemen is launching all kinds of attacks at Israel. Hmm. Back in a moment at 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, my friends. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. Yeah, I'm going to tell you in a moment what the uh, pretty powerful news was last night from the Army Corps of Engineers meeting in Sweet Home about the whole idea of, hey, we're going to quit generating power with the dams and, uh, you know, because we've got to save fish because the judge said we had to. I'll tell you what that is in a moment. Plus, a state employee who shall never be named sent me the salaries of the Salem-Kaiser School District. You know, the school district that we talked about a couple of days ago that's talking about preparing for big budget cuts and layoffs. You'll never guess how much they make and how much of a raise they gave themselves last year. My pillow, folks. And there is a ton of election news out there, including this big win down in Georgia. Yeah, and it was a big win in Georgia. But it's all across the country. Unfair elections. 
Mike Lindell is fighting that fight for fair elections. We're going to talk a lot about that tonight with the back doors that Janice Dysinger with, with this new contract with another company that the Secretary of State has. Wows, people. Secretary of State, county clerks, allows them to modify the results of an election. And now, haven't they always been able to do that? You know, they find a, a ballot that's bad or whatever. No, oh, this is worse than that, folks. We're going to talk about it tonight. The Honky Tonk Political Coffee Clatch starts at 6 o'clock. Come and join us. My pillow. If you want some of the great, I mean, I sleep on these Giza Dreams bed sheets, and they are wonderful. They launder really well, and even after laundering, they still feel fantastic. You want to get them at a, an incredible buy price? The original price was $139 for a queen-size set. It's pillowcases, two sheets. The sale price has been $89. Right now, you can get them for $59. You can get the other just with regular cotton bed sheets for $24. Remember those kitchen towels? You can save on them. Just bathrobes. Children's Bible story pillows. 50% off. Great Christmas gifts. Sleepwear. The body pillow. Fantastic. I love that. I sleep with that body pillow. You'll love it too. Go to MyPillow.com and you want to get these great deals, use the promo code PC23. That stands for political coffee, PC23. Go to MyPillow.com. Always use the code PC23 and save a lot of money. Things you're going to buy anyway. Christmas gifts and other things you may need for your home. MyPillow.com. PC23 is the discount code. Last night, apparently, Roger Nyquist, who is the chair of the Lynn County Commissioners, an old friend of mine, was at the Sweet Home meeting. And he said the Lynn County Commissioners are strongly considering suing the federal judge who made the ruling saying, you got to draw down the dams. Now, I don't know how suing a federal judge works because I'm not really familiar with suing federal judges. But I know Roger Nyquist, and he doesn't speak things without thinking them through and without having done a little research. No doubt, they have a methodology that they think they can use to sue the federal judge who ruled this way. Because that's the excuse that the Army Corps of Engineers is using to even talk about the idea that we're going to quit producing hydroelectric power because we have to save all the water for fish. Well, if the dams are part of the problem, you know what the next step is. A federal judge is going to order the removal of dams. You know that's coming. 
Under Their Noses, a Gateway Pundit story. It's a Western Journal story, actually, that they've reprinted. A U.S. postal worker stole $24 million in checks in four months, says the federal government. $24 million? Wow. A second Democrat has been accused of cheating in the Connecticut race with absentee ballots. This is in a separate local race after the results in the mayor's race were thrown out. So this is a big deal because a judge, a liberal judge ruled in Connecticut that an election for mayor was fraudulent and they had to redo it because of the video showing the a Democrat Party official stuffing ballots. Well, now there's another video of another Democrat in the same election in Connecticut, in another race, doing the same thing. And guess who actually reported on it? Jesse Waters. Wonder if Fox is feeling the heat. There's more, including the polling coming out that's favoring Trump. Lots to talk about. If you were at the Sweet Home meeting last night, would you call and tell us what you thought? Back in a moment, 630. Morning. I'm Rod Tanner with Reliable News, and this forecast is brought to you by Cascade Collections, the collection agency with a heart. As Tuesday gets underway, cloudy skies will gradually become mostly sunny. Our high 52. Rain is likely towards dawn overnight. It'll be mostly cloudy with a low of 40. Rain is likely Wednesday morning with patchy fog. Otherwise, we'll have a cloudy day with a high 51. Thanksgiving looks to be mostly sunny. Our high 49. Thanks for listening to KSLM AM and FM Reliable News Talk Radio. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us here on Political Coffee. Tonight is Political Coffee Clatch Evening at the... Honky Talk Bar and Grill. And boy, do we have a loaded event for you tonight. Mark Thielman to talk about the federal lawsuit I am a part of and our next guest in a moment. Uh, State Senator Dennis Linthicum is a part of against the Ministry of Truth. Janice Deisinger, who's also part of that lawsuit, is also going to show us a PowerPoint presentation about the incredible uh, switcheroo, smoke and mirrors. All this is a distraction from the real danger, and that's another contract that the Secretary of State has taken with a private company that allows election results to be changed. Oh, boy. And then State Representative Ed Deal is going to be joining us to talk about, with a PowerPoint presentation, also about the dangers of ranked choice voting and what it is and how it takes absolute local control away from your local county clerk. 
Yeah, that ain't good either. Freedom Heating and Air is good, however, and they've got this fantastic deal they're offering right now. $89 to come out to your home within 25 miles of Salem and do a furnace tune-up. One indoor unit, one outdoor unit for $89. Any additional units are $40. Any parts, if something needs to be repaired or if filters need to be replaced, all of that is extra too. This deal of $89 for a furnace tune-up runs only for another nine days, folks. So don't procrastinate anymore. Don't wait until your system isn't keeping up. We're in the low 30s right now. Can you imagine how bad it will be if it ain't keeping up now when it gets down to 15 degrees? Because it will. Don't procrastinate. Call. 503-580-1456. Tell them you heard this on KSLM. Freedom Heating and Air. 580-1456. State Senator Dennis Linthicum joins us. Senator, boy, there's a lot going on out there. What's on your plate? Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me. The uh, We always uh, complain or remark that the Democrats are persistent. And uh, it, that really is uh, a notion that we should dispel. What, what we should be is we should be the ones who persevere because we know the truth. We know right from wrong. We understand what's going on. Think of, uh, you just mentioned in your show earlier, you mentioned um, there's a trans Antifa individual. You, you can imagine how many categories the left could dream up. You could make a this and a that and the other. And um, our focus has to be on truth. Our focus has to be on the real world as it exists and human nature as it exists including fallen human nature and um, and gratefulness for what uh, God has provided us here in the United States of America. It's a great day to be alive and be ready for Thanksgiving. Um, and we have to work hard together to um, to create the wall of um, what, 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 what kind of a wall would we be creating here? It would be uh, just a, a stalwart, you know, bulwark to stop this insidious assault on our liberty, our freedom, our constitutional rights. That's why they're in the Constitution, by the way, is because they belong to us. There are God-given rights, and um, and the left doesn't seem to understand that. Well, it's about time we taught them a lesson. So how do we do that? I mean, this is, you know, I, I preach on this show. Each listener has the opportunity to influence someone in their world who is persuadable to persuade someone. That's why we try to talk about the issues in a way that gives them, you know, ideas, phrases, questions to ask, that, that kind of thing. You mentioned Thanksgiving. Yesterday I did a story about um, how, a Federalist article about how you can survive the leftist attacks on you, depending on where you're at, during Thanksgiving meal, Thanksgiving dinner. We have right. to try to educate individuals because the only way we're going to get to where you just said is if the people rise up. 
yeah, I, I think that's, well, it's not so, uh, yeah, I, I was going to say it's not so much rise up. On the personal level, there are thousands of us, hundreds of thousands of us, millions of us in this. Oregon is a sea of red. People with common sense, logic, reason, they understand what's going on. And um, and that is our bulwark. The islands of blue, Eugene, Salem, Portland, those islands of blue wouldn't have a chance if every time we were in a public place, we talked about the beauty of the world around us. We talked about the glory of uh, capitalism, or I'll call it free markets. Capitalism has such a derogatory uh, phrase today. Call them free markets. It's free enterprise where you choose to hire an individual for his skill set, his mental acuity, his uh, strength, his ability, whatever it is you need in your workplace, his precision with machine tools. All of these things are what create the economy that we want to call uh, the free market economy where you charge a price that um, provides enough profit that you can reinvest it in your corporation again. And uh, this is what America was built on. It's our history. It's what we have lived for. It's what we're fighting for. And the left thinks that if you tax your neighbor uh, long enough and hard enough, you'll be a millionaire. But this is unsustainable for that favorite word of the left sustainability doesn't play out well when you tax everybody. Look, it only took 75 years for the uh, USSR to collapse on its own weight. It could not economically support the enterprise that they had striven so hard to create. And for all the media and all the leftist magazines and the Newsweek and Time and people who were putting these things on their front covers, the whole thing collapsed in a minute because President Reagan stood fast and said, tear down this wall. And that was the start of the great collapse. It was a beautiful thing to watch. You and I were both um, alive then and could see it. Young kids today have no idea, and they're busy promoting uh, the Palestinians instead of the Israelis. But if you look at a map, the Arab world is this enormous uh, one point two or three billion people surrounding this little island of freedom we call Israel. And um, the, the left has done a good job of warping. That's why your show is so great. And everybody on Thanksgiving morning ought to be thankful for the freedoms that we have in America because of journalists like yourself. So, you know, what's interesting uh, is that what you're suggesting is the, to be the opposite of what the left is, the left is, and it's pretty evident right now, as you've noted, what, what's happening on college campuses in relation to the Hamas, the Jewish anti-Semitism is exploding. The young generation today has no hope. They're angry. They, and, and this is, you're suggesting being the opposite, talking about hope and the greatness of mankind and what man can be during Thanksgiving. I think that's brilliant. And I think it works. And Thanksgiving's our, our time to shine. This is when we, 
we actually get to um, to stand up and say, I am thankful for and finish the sentence. And and it's it, it, it it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful thing to um, wake up in the morning and know that you have the opportunity to share around the table. It's a, a it's a habit we try to do every time we get together is go around the table. Sometimes we have people put their thankful thoughts into a box and then we pull them out and read them randomly. And everybody's laughing at who is this, who said that goofy thing or whatever. But it's actually quite fun to have somebody, some little child say, I'm thankful for my brother. I know I pick on him a lot, but I'm still <laughs> thankful for him. And and then, you know, adults get wind of that notion and they start saying it too, even though they're 60 and 70 years old. They, you know, they finally admit they're thankful for their family members, their relationships, and the people who have helped them strive to be better people in this world that's a fallen world. And because it's a fallen world, we struggle with it. We fight against it. But that's our job. And um, praise the Lord, we have all been put here in this time for this purpose. For such a time as this, that's a powerful thing. Thank you, Senator. Have a marvelous Thanksgiving. We appreciate every time you join us. You be blessed. Thank you. Blessings back. Say, Senator Dennis Linthicum. What a great suggestion. Could have said it better myself. 648, back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. PacWest Lobby Group is a group that is, well, they're, they're more than just lobbyists and they're more than just the legislature. They help out at the local level. They help do things that make your life better. Now, they lobby both sides of the aisle with Republicans and Democrats being on their staff. Because with, with Democrats in control, you have to do that. But they are, believe me, oriented towards what Senator Linthicum and I just talked about. Freedom. Accountability. Check them out. PWLobby.com. Their PacWest Lobby Group, that's their name, PWLobby.com. They do more than just lobby, though. They manage associations, public relations, and communications. They do economic development. They're a lot more than just government affairs, lobbying, and campaign consulting. They do all of those things. Check them out. PWLobby.com. Jim writes, I watched the KEZI report, that's Channel 9 out of Eugene, on Sweet Home's tainted water. They're not exaggerating the problem. I wouldn't drink that stuff. I just think it's fascinating that 
Lynn County Commission Chair Roger Nyquist would suggest that they're looking for a way to sue the judge who made the ruling. We have to rein in the federal judiciary, folks. Way out of control. Doug writes an email. By the way, it's 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Let's get the revolution started, Doug says. I can't believe doctors and bankers and the, all the elected actors and bureaucrats are still walking the streets as if there's nothing to see here, folks. Pentagon can't find $3 trillion again for the sixth year in a row. He's talking about these audits, folks. For six years, Pentagon has not been able to find $3 trillion in spending. If you want to talk about where corruption is, that's where it is, folks. Anyway. He continues, the death jabs masquerading as vaccines can be explained away, but the child trafficking won't be. The emerging war of vengeance will be common soon and very distressing for all corrupt officials. As Dennis Lithicum would say, I am tired of their shirtless stink. Viva la revolution. Okay. Tim writes, crime downtown. I'm not downtown Salem. A friend who's a correction officer for the Oregon prison talked about a correction officer that was attacked by a gang of eight by the bus depot. When you mentioned chewing tobacco, I moved from Silverton to Redmond. When I was offered my first can of chewing tobacco by the football players, I showed what a valid boy could do. Not only did I take a large amount, I could even swallow it. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's bad. That's really bad. Um, I alluded to the salary schedule that was sent to me by a state employee who should never be named. This is Salem-Kaiser School District. These are cabinet salaries. Now, this is, it says here, from the 2022 to 2023 year. Okay, and the percentages of raises some of these people got. Now, this is significant because right now they're preparing for layoffs. Well, the student population is down. Unless you count all the illegal children of illegals that are flooding across the southern border that are coming up to Oregon. Anyway, the Salem-Kaiser District cabinet, if you will, gave themselves raises of 10% to 27% last year. While schools are still understaffed, services are cut, and they're threatening to eliminate 100 positions this year. This is the official breakdown. John Bate, or Bite, got a 21.54% increase. $33,000 a year salary, or excuse me, raise. His salary is $191,000. Matthew Biondi got just slightly under 10%. He makes $164,000. <clears throat> Another one, Gwen Brewey Fink, or Fink, 
got a 21.5% increase. She makes 164. And of course, the new superintendent makes 285,000. And it goes on down the line here. Several people at 21%. A gal by the name of Suzanne West got 27% increase, a $41,000 a year increase. Now makes 191,000. Most of these salaries, the lowest on this list is 157. Most of them are 191 or 164. No, excuse me, I, I'm wrong. One, Melissa Glover only makes 151,000 a year. And she got a 14% increase. Now, most of these people <clears throat> are in the mid 150,000, almost 200,000 people, $200,000 a year. The governor makes $98,000, $98,600 a year. So when they're talking about making cuts and eliminating positions, if somebody says, you know, did you see how they're going to have to, we're going to have to cut uh, all of these positions and layoffs at Salem-Kaiser School District, you might just remind them. You know how big a raises they gave themselves last year? Some of them as high as 27%. You know how much money they make? The lowest in the cabinet makes 151,000. Most of them are between 164 and 191,000. And the governor only makes 98,000. I bet you could probably surprise a few people with those statistics. I'll try to send them out in the political coffee clutch alert that we're going to have this evening, political coffee clutches tonight, 6 o'clock, starting at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. Come and join us. Who knows? Petunia might even show up there. And if you show up early enough, while it's still light, probably get your picture taken with Petunia. That's something you can put on your Facebook page just before Thanksgiving. and You know, sort of royal up your relatives you're going to be with. Uh, so Trantifa is a new trend. These are Antifa people that are trendies. They're just as violent, just as sick in the head. Yeah. You can, you can bet. Friends, have a great day. See you tonight at the Political Coffee. I hope you can make it. We've got a great time tonight. Mark Thielman, Janice Dysinger. Representative Ed Deal, so much to talk about. You will not regret it. Come early, order some food, support the honky-tonk, because they support us. They support us. See you tomorrow. <laughs>